Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and e hisikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Listening to the Nominee Indian Tribal Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapus. And Gary Dodge. Uh, so today we, of course, have Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin, joining us. Welcome, Vaughn. Hi, guys. Um, so, Vaughn, uh, all of our questions this week are going to be about boosters. Yay, booster shots. <laughs> boosters for everyone. Um, so, are all booster shots now? Approved. Yeah. So right now, all three of the the vaccines that we've been using here in the U.S., Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson have all been approved for boosters. Um, Johnson and Johnson and uh, Moderna, I believe, are still under EUA, but uh, are approved. Okay. And are they fully approved or just approved for emergency use? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's really a question of how you're defining emergency use. I mean. Okay. Um, they're available. Okay. Maybe we can just say it that way. They're <laughs> okay. available. Okay. And um, who qualifies right now to get a booster shot? Right now, CDC uh, and FDA are approving boosters for seniors, individuals over uh, age of 65, anyone that's immunocompromised. So basically, people that have chronic conditions or um, any sort of organ transplants, um, you know, it could be cancer or HIV, anything that compromises your immune system. It, it could be the medications you take as well. You'll have to talk to your doctor about that. Um, but if you're immunocompromised, you're also eligible for a booster. Um, and they're also saying front-facing employees um, and emergency personnel, PD, um, jail, police, firefighters, transit, um, healthcare workers. So... I know we've talked about like who qualifies before, but it seems like the list has expanded a lot. Yeah, it has. And every week it gets larger. Um, basically, if you had your booster or your initial vaccination six months ago um, and you're doing anything in front of a person, <laughs> you're almost at that point of qualifying. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so how, how important is it that people get boosters right now if they do qualify? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a really great question. And... Um, we're we're roughly in the same place uh, here in Wisconsin as we were last year, and and cases really spiked up during the winter, um, you know, here on the reservation and around the neighboring areas. Um, so it's it's fairly important to get a booster at this point and stuff. Uh, it's been shown that you're about six times less likely to pick up COVID if you've been vaccinated, um, and since they've been finding that you know your immune system needs. Uh, additional stimulation, the booster's pretty important to stay healthy over the winter months. So maybe going into the holiday season yeah, is probably good. Exactly. There's a lot choice. more traveling, a lot more indoor activities. Um, you know, some places aren't as well ventilated as, as they should be. So it is important to, to take that into consideration. And you mentioned six months since your last dose. Correct. That's yeah. when you're able that's, to. Okay. That's when they're saying the, the immune response starts dipping down and you'll you'll want to look for a booster at that point. Okay. So um, apparently we can choose which booster we want, uh, mix and match, I guess. <laughs> um, so what should people take into consideration when they're choosing which booster to get? Really the, the one thing to think about is if you've had, say, the Johnson & Johnson 
shot, which was a single dose vaccination. Um, they're recommending that you use either a Pfizer or Moderna shot this time around. Um, it has uh, a little higher efficacy, lasts a little bit longer. And they're saying um, that if you receive the, the two different types of stimulation to your immune system, you get an overall better response. And so they're saying mix it up a little bit if you've had that. Okay. Um, and then are the side effects from getting a booster going to be more intense than getting the first or second dose? I haven't seen any official reports saying that people getting the boosters are having more intense reactions or side effects compared to their initial vaccinations. Um, it kind of makes sense, too, because, you know, the reason for receiving a booster in the first place is to, you know, re-stimulate, re-energize that immune system that's lost some of its memory function. Mm -hmm. um, anecdotally, I've seen, you know, a little bit on social media of people have been like, whoa, the booster's been crazy. But most most people have been okay with it for the most part. So Okay. So why is uh, the Moderna booster half of the original dose? And does that mean that the immune response will be less than Pfizer? So it, it doesn't mean that it's going to be less than a Pfizer response. Let me just throw that out there. Um, Moderna has just found through their, their studies that um, they only need about half of the initial dose to re-stimulate the immune system. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Are people who don't qualify to get a booster right now still getting adequate protection against COVID? Kind of kind of depends. So um, it depends on how how long ago they got their initial vaccination. Um, it also depends on, you know, some some significant things. If you're a senior that's 65 and, you know, runs three miles a day and don't have a history of smoking, your immune system is going to be in a lot better shape and help you a lot more than, you know, if you are 65, overweight, have a history of smoking, um, or have other complications like diabetes as well. Um, you know, it's also difficult to say with those that are immunocompromised, they'll still have protection. Basically, it's, it's recommended um, for kind of the general population. They've, they've looked at a lot of historic data, um, and those are the populations that typically need these things, and that's why they're recommending it for those groups. So it's kind of a, a blanket st statement to, to keep populations health. Uh, will boosters be available to the wider public soon? Like which groups are next to qualify? You know, that really depends on the supply level for the reservation right now. We're supposed to vaccinate and give boosters, but we haven't been given more doses. Um, and so we're, we're welcoming walk-ins. You don't have to make an appointment to come get it, and we're just trying to meet the need. Um, right now, I, th I think we're doing it. I think we've been able to. I haven't heard any reports otherwise. Um, and so, you know, when you qualify, I would recommend getting it. All right. And then will the booster qualifications be age-specific? And then will younger individuals with no pre-existing conditions be able to get boosters? I haven't seen any age restrictions on, on the boosters right now. I know since they just, you know, started allowing younger children age 12 and up to start getting it, their immune systems are usually fairly robust. Um, and uh, I think about it, that was just approved this last summer. So most of them won't even qualify just because of the time issue. So they should be fine, you know, into a good portion of the school year, past the holidays and stuff before they start, um, you know, needing that booster anyway, so. Okay, and then what departments of the tribe are considered public facing? And then will they be qualified to get the booster right away? Yeah, right, I, I believe they left a list, or sent a list out, um, incident commanded, and we can re-release that list. Off the top of my head, there are groups like um, the clinic, the jail, the transit systems, um, family services, and the schools, um, 
and I'm, I think um, uh, food distribution also qualifies. Basically, if someone from the tribe is sitting across from you at a desk or you know looking at you through a window, <laughs> they qualify at this point. Okay, we've been expecting the Pfizer vaccine to be available to children ages 5 to 11 now for a while. Should we expect a Moderna and J&J children's vaccine be, as well? I would assume so, and I've seen rumors of it coming fairly soon. Um, so there's no reason not to expect that, you know, within the next month or so, Moderna will release their findings and get approval for giving it to younger children. How does a Pfizer children's vaccine differ from the adult version? It's just size, volume. Um, a dose for what a adult is about 0.3 milliliters. Um, and then they've found for the children's dose, um, they, they give them a 0.2 milliliter dose. So it's just volume. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, Halloween's coming up this weekend, everyone. I know the tribe's doing a, a drive-through trick-or-treat event. Um, please consider doing that rather than running door-to-door. Um, there'll be far less exposure that way, and we'd really like to keep the, the community as healthy as possible as we go into the winter months. Also, next week we're running a vaccination clinic um, from 10 o'clock to 3 p.m., uh, Monday through Thursday. You can get both a flu shot and a COVID booster or an initial COVID vaccine if you need one. Um, and then additionally on Friday from 10 to 6 p.m., um, you can also receive both flu shots and COVID vaccinations. Why Wannon for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. If you have any topic suggestions or questions about COVID-19, send those into us at podcast at mitw.org.